Welcome, everybody. This is Paul with the Discovery Podcast. This week, we're going to be talking about the power of information. We're going to, Jody is going to be the one to present it tonight. Go ahead and take the mic, Jody. All right. Thanks, Paul. Like I said, yeah, we're going to talk about the power of information. So in today's day and age, you know, like information is everywhere. We have the Internet, we have Google, you can do searches. Um, if you look hard enough, you'll find a whole bunch of free classes where they'll, they'll teach you how to do things, whatever, whatever thing you want to learn about. Uh, there's Facebook groups, there's Instagram groups, there's um, local associations. Like uh, I'm part of a beekeeper association where they just teach you things about beekeeping. Um, so we always say you don't know what you don't know. So like there's a lot of things people get exposed to over time, but how do you learn about things that you have no idea, like you don't even know they exist? Um, how do you get exposure to these different things or new things that you've never heard of? And the answer is just to go and meet new people, uh, be outgoing, uh, get out of your comfort zone. Uh, start having conversations with people maybe in different cultures, things like that. And that will slowly expose you to different things that you didn't know that you didn't know. And then from there you have something you could do more research on. You could start looking up topics. You could start looking up a little more things like that. And one of the things that stops people is when you start to look at different informations or maybe you have an idea um, other people with their opinions will say, like, oh, that's, that's not really a good idea. Um, or maybe you think that, well, it's, it's probably, it's not, that's not me, that's not who I am, or that's not something that really works for me. So the big thing that gets people stuck is they're just not open-minded to be able to see new ideas. Uh, they just get stuck in doing things the same way. They're like, well, this is the way I was taught to do it, or this is the right way. Everybody has the the right way. So the question is, like, why can't you do it a different way? Uh, you look online for a lot of topics, and you may find, you know, a whole bunch of people doing it the same way, and they say that's the, the best way. And then you have other people that have tried different things, and you'll see how people just kind of criticize them. They're like, oh, you can't do it that way. That ain't going to work, things like that. So in order to avoid that, you really just got to have this questioning attitude where you're like, well, what can, I, what can I do different? Or what would happen if I, if I did something this way or I decided to learn about this type of thing? So there's always that like, well, what if I do a different attitude where you start to do more research and kind of explore different opportunities, different information things. So, um, so then once you, once you get that exposure, you start to learn about these new things um, you have all this information. You start to gather it. You start to learn stuff, and you're like, oh, I got this great idea. I know I've learned how to do this. Like, I could learn everything there is to know about beekeeping. Um, but if I don't do anything with it, that power of information is pretty much useless. So that's where we talk about the three-step method, identify, confront, and be proactive. Um, so that works the same way when we're studying ourselves on the, a journey of self-discovery is that being proactive in doing something and being able to use that information that you learned and that you studied. Um, 
So then the big question is, so what stops people from from trying these new things? Like what stops people from learning something or starting to – because every time you start to learn something, you start to get deeper and deeper. You're like, oh, this would be easy. Um, how hard can it be? And then you start to learn, like, um, well, there's these problems or these these things. Like, if you've ever worked on cars, um, it's, it's the same thing. You're like, well, how hard could it be? You just do this. And then you realize there's a whole bunch of things out there that you didn't even know existed, um, like bolt torque specs or different types of lubricants you need to put on things. And there's... Uh, locking stuff called Loctite that you put on bolts to keep them from vibrating loose. Like it just gets it gets deeper and deeper the more you start to learn and the more you start to um, try to study that subject. That sometimes there's two things that'll happen. One, you can become overwhelmed with the amount of information because um, there's there's all kinds of things that may not be required but you could do. And there's just so many different possibilities where you could do it like 10 different ways and you have no idea which way is the right way. Um, so that's one thing that, that stops people. And then the other thing is just the fear of failure. They get overwhelmed with that information and they're like, well, I don't know if, if I'm going to do it right or what, what's going to happen if I try to work on this and I break it and make it even worse. It's going to cost me more money. Um, so a lot of those things kind of hold people back. Uh, another thing that holds people back is they they start learning this information, they start researching and questioning all these things, and it just becomes more and more. There's more and more options, and they want to do it perfect, like they don't want to mess it up. So that fear of failure and that wanting to have it perfect causes people to just over prepare. They're going to buy more and more books. They're going to be exposed to more and more ideas, and they just get deeper and deeper into this where suddenly they, they're just always preparing and they're always trying to learn this, and they, they never actually do that proactive step where they use that power of the information they have. So there's a lot of history things out there, um, mainly with inventions, where you, you look at these people that just kind of started to think outside the box, and they just tried new things, they experimented with things, and when you start to kind of look into those, um, kind of how that all played out is they failed a bunch of times. They had all kinds of stuff that didn't work. Um, and they just kept trying. They kept trying. And some of the greatest experiment or inventions and things happened by accident. I think super glue was one of them. And um, they were trying to, if I believe this is right, they were trying to create something that would help um, for like a real emergency triage, stop the bleeding or you're going to die type of um, glue that would kind of work. And then they realized like, well, hey, this works for all this extra stuff. So there's a lot of things that may have seemed like a failure in what they were looking to do, but it actually turned out to be a success in some other thing. So just because you fail at something doesn't mean you're not going to learn something. Um, and it just gives you more experience to be able to do it better the second time. Um, like driving is another one. A lot of people, when they first start driving, you know, they they don't really know a lot of the things. They're not really exposed, and you can you can only learn so much in in um, how, the theory of how it's supposed to work and how things will happen. And you can have a theory and what you're going to do if you get into a slide or a spin or you're on ice or 
in an accident or someone, all these things. But until you actually have it happen a few times and you actually experience that, um, sometimes it may not turn out very well. Um, I think most people in their early days, unless they were, like, extremely cautious, um, eventually had an accident, eventually learned that, hey, maybe this wasn't the best thing or something like that. So you just because you fail at something just doesn't mean it's that you're a failure. It just means that it's information and something you can use to even learn more, and then you have that experience. So experience is one of those things that you can't really learn, you can't really look up, you can't really teach someone. Um, it only comes from practice. Uh, there's a lot of jobs out there that do um, focus on this a lot in the uh, like on-the-job training programs. Uh, you have apprenticeship programs where they actually get you out there and they get you to actually use some of the stuff that you've learned and to work with somebody. And, you know, you get to, if you're doing construction, you get to smash your finger a few times before you realize, well, hey, maybe there's a better way to do this. So you learn that maybe you should have measured it a couple times and uh, focused on that when you cut something too short and it doesn't fit, things like that. So that experience is really like the number number one teacher when it comes to using that information. And that only comes from being proactive. Um, so well, another way you can kind of like, because I started asking around and I was trying to think of like, well, how can you learn about things? Like how do you really figure out like what things exist if you don't have exposure to them. And one of the things I was thinking about was when it comes to like the power of the mind and, and the information and things like that about psychology and like all kinds of stuff that I've, I've been exposed to when working with Paul. And all that came from, you know, just starting with maybe Paul asking me a question and me looking, looking some things up and then realizing, well, hey, there's this other other information and and YouTube and a lot of the the things out there like that are very good at when they see you researching the same thing they create this kind of this algorithm because they want to keep your attention so they're like oh this guy's interested in psychology um, we'll throw this at him we'll, so so you kind of get the the next video that or the next uh, thing that'll just show up that'll be like oh what's that about and if you're you're good at not getting too sidetracked, you can kind of compile all these different topics. I was making all kinds of folders. I guess they're not folders, little um, playlists in in YouTube, um, where I'd put all put all these things together and kind of sort them out, and then go back and kind of go off on these little tangents and study those individual areas. Um, another good way is podcasts. Um, there's a lot of podcasts out there. We have a podcast that talks about uh, the fear of failure. Um, we have a t podcast that talks about learning how to learn. And there's all kinds of other um, groups out there, too, that do podcasts where they'll teach you all kinds of things that you didn't know. And um, there's uh, books out there. There's tons of books. Um, the question is, like, how do you get exposed to that? Um, for me, I use uh, Audible. And Audible does a similar thing like YouTube is when I when I research when I download a book and I listen to it, it'll say like, hey, since you listen to this book by this this author, um, maybe you'd be interested in this, things like that. So there's 
tons and tons of information out there that can can expose you to more information and expand your your knowledge base. Um, but one of the things people do is they they get stuck watching all the the newest TV series or uh, the the newest the Facebook memes. They're always scrolling through Facebook and. It's really easy to just get stuck wasting your time on things like TV and and um, Facebook and music and things like that. Um, they're great tools in some cases, but um, for the most part, a lot of people end up getting sidetracked. So um, the power information is uh, great, and uh, we have to be able to learn how to use it and how to explore it. Thanks, Paul. Thank you very much. Jody, um, that was a fantastic uh, presentation on the power of information. I tell you, information is incredible. Uh, if you don't use it, once you uh, learn information, it's in vain, though, just like anything else that you don't use. But uh, we really appreciate the uh, presentation on the power of information. Let's go to... Uh, Ray, and uh, Ray, you're online, buddy? Yeah, I'm here. With the power of information, 11 years ago when you, uh, we first started with the, uh, the Discover It podcast, um, what did you think after you started using the Discover It method uh, about the power of information, everything that you started learning on the journey of self-discovery? Uh, <clears throat> big part of it was how you look at information. Um, information to be presented, but if you're not in an open state of mind and you're not incorporating that information into your daily activities and it doesn't have as much of an effect. Um, so that's the biggest thing that I can think of is how you process that information and basically digest that information into usable behavior and routine or, or habits. If you, uh, you know, we're, we're living in the information age and information is, like Jody says, everywhere just about in, in abundance. So... <clears throat> It's more important now than ever to look at uh, your relationship with information, um, deciding what information is useful to you and what information is not. Otherwise, you can become distracted in a just a, a sea of information, and that can be as um, counterproductive as not having information at all sometimes more destructive is to have too many choices and too many options so that, you know, the, the mind shuts down and isn't able to process any of it. So key thing is just looking at your relationship with information, how you, what routines or methods you have for process, processing, breaking down and digesting that information and uh, being mindful of whether or not you're actively turning the, that information into actionable 
changes in your behavior and your your habits. We were uh, we were talking last week about this uh, AI. You introduced me to this AI. Was it GPS or something like that? Chat. Chat GPT. Yeah, Chat GPT. Um, listening to you about Chat GPT and what AI can do really blew my mind because I had no idea there was uh, access to AI that could do so much and produce so much information, you know, as you were talking about. Uh, do you want to explore a little bit about that AI that you introduced me to about information? Um, yeah, I mean, as it pertains to information, it uh, can be a good tool. There's a lot of uh, <clears throat> concerns in, you know, the uh, tech space for the dangers of AI and stuff like that. But just the as a source of information, a tool, ChatGPT is is very powerful because for me, it it kind of it cuts to the chase. Whereas if you go to Google, you you know it it'll send you in a thousand different directions where information may or may not match what you're looking for. It just may have a key word that you put into the search search box. So if you you know looking for how to uh, grow a better garden, it, it'll find you articles on gardens, on growing on different plants, you know, things like that. But you've got to sift through and process all that, that different information on your own, whereas ChatGPT is good for kind of scanning the, the the web or all the different sources of information that are available, and then it will do the processing for you, kind of uh, sift through what seems, what doesn't seem uh, either accurate or beneficial to your particular inquiry and deliver you a response. And it can give you three paragraphs worth of information and you can just ask it to consolidate that or to um, summarize that down to one paragraph or to three sentences or say, of, of all three of these paragraphs, give me one sentence to, you know, that would really drive home the point it's trying to be made it and it'll do do its best to uh accomplish any task that you that you give it in terms of retrieving information and putting that information into a a, a form of uh dialogue that you can interact with and that's one of the the other powerful parts of it to me is that you know, you ask it for uh, to go seek out certain information or to give you feedback on a certain question that you have, and then you can interact with that response. So as it goes and retrieves that information and gives it to you like you're having a conversation with someone, where you can respond to that and, you know, say, could you break this part down a little further? I don't quite understand that concept. Or you could say, um, tell me this explain this concept to me in an analogy or uh, create a nursery rhyme 
as if you're speaking to a five-year-old and trying to get them to to memorize this concept. And this this you know, uh, sky is the limit in terms of what you can get it and and get back out of it. So it's a strong tool for me um, because I like to get straight to the point. And I do believe that doing your own research is is uh, important and encourage everyone to to continue to do that as well. But in moments where you need a quick, direct explanation of something, it's perfect for that that purpose. Just like uh, when you told me last week, introduced me to this uh, AI, um, I did some investigation, and supposedly you can – like you said earlier, you can pick a topic, and uh, AI will actually write you uh, several paragraphs or even a, a short story or a book. Is is that correct? Mm-hmm. That's yep. amazing. Well, yeah, it's it's, it's powerful. Yeah, I uh, I had no idea prior to talking to you uh, the other week about the such broad perspective of information out there that uh, people can use now. And there's a large portion of the population that don't even know anything about this, just like I didn't. But uh, I don't think it's uh, associated with age on my part. But, I, you know, these young people that knows about computers and things of that nature, I'm sure, knows about AI. But... Uh, I bet you there's still a large portion of the population that has no uh, idea of the access and power of information that's available just through the AI concept, you know? Well, I want to thank you, Ray, for sharing, and uh, Jody, the presentation on uh, the power of information was very, very good. I appreciate uh, the presentation and the sharing, Ray. And Jody, uh, is there anything else that you'd like to talk about on the power information that you gave us tonight? Nope, that's it. All right. I really appreciate y'all. And uh, let's not forget to call next Thursday night at 730. Call 518-992-1035 and put in access code 655145. We will see you all next Thursday night. Don't forget, tell your friends, families, and even your enemies, be on call 730 next Thursday night. Bye now.